Hello, everybody. I usually say friends, but you don't like when I say welcome, friends, to Marriage <laughs> Sucks Podcast. This is episode 11. Today, what are we talking about, my lovely wife? We're going to talk about marriage meetings. Is it a question? <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted me to use the term man or not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, marriage meetings. We're talking about marriage meetings today. Yes, we are. We first heard about the idea of having meetings in our marriage from marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. Our counselor suggested um, to have a meeting once a week and um, to help us check in with each other and make sure that we're staying in communication. And our friends actually told us that they do these and they called them marriage meetings. So then from there, we just kind of labeled it marriage meetings and ran with it. Totally. It was kind of the same season of... Our counts are talking about it. Our friends talked about it. It's funny how many times that'll happen. Like we'll be going through something in counseling and somebody else brings it up in the same season. But for us, that's what happened. And we really took what we heard from them and we came up kind of with our own plan as we are going to kind of go on this new phase of our marriage and try to communicate better, which just pressing pause on the marriage meeting thing, even in the past few days, you and I continue to realize after we think we've mastered communication, it's proven to us that we haven't. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Just all the time. Just getting better, getting better, getting better, whatever. Uh, but we came up with kind of our own plan of what this would look like. So the difference in season um, when Andy and I are communicating and are not communicating um, is pretty big. I feel like you can feel that Yeah, in your marriage. I think... That's one of the biggest things I would speak to since we've been married for years now, going on seven. It's you can feel when you're close, or you can feel like when you're you're both communicating, or you're 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 talking effectively, or you're really sharing, you know, about your emotions or your feelings. It, there's just a difference when you're close and when you're not. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So we can we can definitely tell when we're not communicating or when we're going weeks of just really living passing by each other. I mean, we spend evenings together, but we probably spend them watching shows and catching up on to things be, like The Voice. I forgive me, but to be clear, that because it, it's true. It's 100% true. And if you're married, you know there's going to be days and weeks that feels like I am still in love. I love my life. I love my wife. But we're just not being intentional, like the extra step of being intentional about connecting. Because I don't want someone to think they hear this and it's like, we're just roommates who aren't happy. We're really happy. It's mm-hmm. just you can tell a difference. No, not at all. I, I mean, there are probably some days where I just cannot wait for you to walk in the door and tag team with the boys. And then I either step away and take a break or I have a group or a dinner. And then I'm coming home late. The boys are in bed. We're ready to go to bed. It really does feel like we're just on the go. And so it totally. it takes away the one-on-one time of communication. And a lot of what we're going to talk about today and trying to get more practical is kind of giving you an example of what we do in our marriage meetings. How often do we do it? All those things come in a minute. But I will say something that we've learned even about the idea of having these meetings is that they're really driven by the season that we're in. I mean, we have our youngest is two, our oldest is five. It can be a season at work that's extremely busy. It can be a season of life that just gets chaotic. And so really... That kind of determines for us when we can get together, 
and really what we talk about. I mean, for example, there's things that we might spend more time on for a few weeks or for a season than others. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's our schedule. Maybe it's just checking in on plans we have coming up or parties we have to go to. Or maybe it's getting deeper into what seems to be missing. Like, how are we doing? Maybe we're talking about sex. Maybe we talk about celebrating wins that have been happening lately. It really, the overall idea that we've had to really buy into is that we're going to be consistent in meeting and making sure we're spending that time together. But the the emphasis or the format of really what we highlight in those individual meetings, it really can ebb and flow and change based on what's happening. Yeah, I think out of all the things you just talked about, two really big things that we see when we're not communicating, um, schedules. So for you, it's work. And if something comes up in the week and I don't know about it, it can catch me off guard. It really throws me off when it comes to having the boys and it's like, oh, that's going to be a longer day. I wasn't, I didn't plan for that well. And you allowing me in on some of that um, really helps for how I'm going to plan my day with the boys or what I'm going to do that week. When we first got married, I don't know why I thought this. I knew telling you I'd be there late or having a thing come up on an off day would frustrate you. And for some reason in my dumb brain, I thought if I just don't tell you till the last minute, it will make it better. I don't know why I thought that. I have no idea where that idea came from. And fellas, I tried this over and over. And surprisingly, it didn't get any better until I realized that if I give you as much notice as I can and you start to really trust me that it's actually an important thing, not just a, I'm overworking or I'm choosing to not be home. Like Once I decided to actually just communicate and say, Abby, this came up, I'm going to need to go in an hour early or this came up and I'm going to be there on an off day or whatever it is, it, it's really remarkably different if I tell you in advance and you can process that rather than me waiting until the last minute. Surprise, if you haven't tried that, you should. Yeah, I'm so happy we're far from that because it does make the unexpected times of you mm-hmm. saying, I actually have to stay late today, way better because overall we're communicating about most of the time what the schedule looks like. The other thing is finances. That is a big thing. We still have not honed in on that. Mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time. I think we talk for, about it all the time, but we don't check in. Yeah, about it. I think for a season, it really should be. Hey, we should be looking at our statement, you know, weekly until we get to a place where I feel like managing our money um, is a little bit lighter. So there was actually a tool or a resource that we were given in counseling, and the exercise is called. I, I'm going to screw the word up. Thanos. Yeah, Thanos. it's kind of like Thanos. Well, it's a Greek the, it's a Greek term. The evil and, guy in the movies, but it's Thanos. F A N O S. Don't worry about that. The first one is feelings. That's for F. That's where you state your feelings and not your thoughts. The next one is affirmation. That's for A. This is where you give your spouse This is where you give your spouse an affirmation or say thank you for something. Next is N, needs. You ask for something that you need. Knowing that sometimes your need won't be fulfilled, but at least you get to say what your need is. Next is own, for O. You own something that you did. You say that you're sorry. And last, S is for sobriety. This might mean that an addict will check in with his or her spouse about her sobriety. It might also not be that intense. It might just be things that you want to change or work on. Maybe you 
watch TV too often. Maybe you have anger issues. Maybe you tend to withdraw. Maybe there's too much sarcasm. Uh, it really could be any number of things that you want to check in on for sobriety, uh, but it's for your spiritual growth and your check-in about how your progress is going with that specific issue so that the person can know about it and pray about it. So an example of what this would look like between Andy and I would be me stating my feelings I've been feeling really overwhelmed staying in the house for four days with the boys while they've been sick. I would give him affirmation. Thank you for giving me time to step away from the house alone. I would explain my needs. I would really like a date night with you this week before we head into a busy work weekend. Do you think you can get a sitter? I would own something. I'm sorry I've been short with you lately. I've just been feeling really tired and sobriety. Through all of this, I want to check in with my anxiety. I've felt really good and haven't experienced any anxiety lately. Yes, this is a good example kind of of, of what you can do in a marriage meeting. I know that we've we've pulled from this and used parts of this of let's let's go through the list and make sure we can spend time on each. And honestly, in terms of like scheduling, I know you and I have tried our goal is to do this once a week. Now, I think every day would be better we haven't gotten there yet, but once a week for us um, has seemed to work. And now we've also found that certain times are better than others. I mean, just getting practical uh, for a while, our oldest would be in school. Trip was at school on Tuesday mornings. That's when Ezra would nap. So we had a solid few hours where we could just sit down every Tuesday and talk about all of these things and more. But like anything else, that changed. And now our oldest is in school but our youngest probably isn't napping, not to mention my days off change. So Tuesday morning isn't an off day for me anymore. So we've had to really adjust what that looks like. But I will say the most important thing is that we both have this marriage meeting as a priority and we know that we need to get it done. So uh, once a day would be great, but if you're just starting off, don't don't imagine once a day is going to happen. Work up to that. We haven't even gotten there yet. Um, but just make sure you're both being consistent that this is important. So the idea of the Thanos specifically is to keep it 10 to 15 minutes. And I think that is in itself a daily checkup. It could be five minutes per person. You're checking in quickly about the list of things um, to keep the communication. I think ours turned from that to a weekly thing just because it was spending a little bit more time in we talked about the feelings we talked about affirmation the things we were dealing with where we needed accountability but then also catching up of what the week looked like how the kids were doing even Mm -hmm. parenting stuff by the time you would come home in the afternoon I would forget whatever it was I was dealing with one of the kids and it was my time to say hey this happened with trip this week and maybe we should talk about what parenting strategy we need to go with or what needs to change or how um, we communicate with them and that is our time to talk about that. And so we're, it's not necessarily a 10, 15 minute daily thing for us anymore. It's a once a week. And I think that works for us. Yeah. We've moved into really, we try to do a date night once a week. Again, we're not always perfect in that. We know we're looking for progress, not perfection, but what we've turned to is using our date night as a place that we can have our marriage meeting. First of all, we're out of the house. We are away from our boys. We're in a place that we can just connect and take a breath and discuss all the stuff that's going on. And that has seemed to work better. I know that we've, you know, kind of found that if we're around our kids, 
and they're up and doing things, it's going to be pretty hard to have a good conversation if we're getting interrupted over and over all the time. So we will be intentional with paying a babysitter, getting out of the house, uh, just to have fun with the two of us, but also to work this into our regular routine. It seems to be working right now for us. We actually just really want to encourage you to set up your own marriage meetings. Find the time that works for you. Maybe it's not before bed because that's not a great time when people are tired and really all you're thinking about is getting to bed or maybe other things. Heck yeah. <laughs> and not wanting to talk and take the time to really work through the conversation. Um, also, being very careful. We don't, the goal is to not, our, I'm sorry. The goal is not to argue and find, you know, that time to nitpick. And sure, maybe it is a good time to bring up issues and something that's not being worked on or talked about. It is a good time to share that. But do your best to use this as a connecting time. And uh, if that is to work through something, cool. But It needs to be a safe place. Yeah. It can't be a place that you're going to walk into and get hit over the head with things you're doing wrong every time. That defeats the purpose of checking in and having good communication. But the bottom line, this whole episode, really what we want to encourage you is something that we've found health in, and that is having a marriage meeting. Find a time that works for you and your spouse and just have your first one. Um, Maybe you listen to this podcast and you're thinking, I want to have them listen to it. Let's just try it. And really don't run into this thinking it's going to be an everyday 20-minute check-in that's going to just change our life. It's it's just not practical yet. And so for us, we try once a week. We get together. We explain what's happening. I can share what I'm feeling, what I'm stressed out about, what's the week look like. We can go through the Thanos idea. There's just so many ways you can make it your own. But our biggest encouragement is just that you can try it. Maybe this week that could be a, a step you can take. It's just try having your first marriage meeting and see what it does for you. How can people get a hold of us, Abigail? People can get a hold of us through Instagram, Marriage Pop, Marriage Sucks Podcast, mm-hmm. or our email at Marriage Sucks Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, that's a little weird. You said at twice, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you can reach out to us either on Instagram or hit us up with an email. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you're trying your first marriage meeting. Maybe you could just even take a picture together and tag us in it and just say, hey, we're trying this for the first time and we'd love just to encourage you and we hope that it goes well. Until the next episode, we're out.